Hey everybody, Frank Finance here. Hope you're having a wonderful day. Today, let's do a stock analysis on Bumble, ticker symbol BMBL. All right, for today's agenda, I'm gonna give my price target, look at 2021 Q4 results, look at earnings highlights, look at my DCF model to go a little bit into the valuation behind the price target. And then lastly, I'll give my final thoughts on Bumble as an investment. Now for a quick plug, if you like this type of content, please consider subscribing to videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. Please hit that like button. Now back to your content. All right, jumping in my price target, I have Bumble trading up to $30 in the next 12 months, indicating about a 40% upside from where they're trading currently at around $21.50. Now I got that number from my DCF calculations, putting them around $47 a share and the EBITDA multiple of five putting them around $43 a share there. We'll talk about that in the later on in the DCF and talk about what all my assumptions were later on in the video. Now, I do think there is some short-term downside here of about 23%, as I think they could move back lower towards their 12-month low around $16 a share. Now, some of the risk around this is there has been a lot of volatility, and if you've seen their trend, they are definitely on a downtrend. And the model I will go through at a high level uh, does assume that they have higher margins as they scale up and increase their revenue, similar to what Match Group has done in the past. Um, and they will also need to maintain their growth. There's no warning signs here as they're losing, like losing their growth. But um, so that's just something you all want to pay attention as the year goes by and as years progress. That Bumble continues to grow. Again, they are a company that is relatively, um, you know, they mainly have one app that brings in majority of their income. So if something does happen, they aren't very well diversified in that manner. All right, jumping into Q4 2021 results reported on March 8th. Earnings per share normalized came in at two cents, eight cents short of analyst expectations of 10 cents. Earnings per share on the gap side came in at negative eight cents per share, and that was compared to analyst expectations of negative one. So they missed by seven cents on the gap side as well. On revenue, they missed by a million dollars. Analysts had them at 209.18 billion they reported 207.24 billion moving on to earnings highlights revenue growth for q4 year over year came in at 25.7 percent full year growth was 31 percent revenue was mainly driven by their main app you could see that their revenue went from 360 million to 532 million on bumble and their other apps had very negligible growth from 221 million to 230 uh, 232.8 million. Now on the 2002 uh, guidance, they gave revenue estimates of 934 to 944 million, indicating about a 22 to 23% growth, which is in line with what analysts had, had expectations for. And their EBITDA margin was guided between 27.5 to 27%. All right, jumping into my DCF model for Bumble, let's go over some of the assumptions and inputs. So starting with the growth rate for 2022 through 2026, I have that at 23%, 23%, 21%, 19%, and 17% respectively. Moving forward down to the discount rate, I have that at 10%, which I think um, is, is fair in this case. And then the long-term growth rate, I currently have at 5%. Now, one thing you will notice is I'm basing the free cash flows off of the previous year and the growth rates is to basically say a ratio of everything remaining the same over the next five years. The other thing I will say from the EBITDA multiple perspective, I have them a, a multiple of five and you can see what their present value is around 5.7 billion. And the present value of free cash flows minus net debt 
is 3.2. I have their net debt at $253 million. Um, and then their current shares outstanding is around 125.5. Now, the last thing I will go ahead and say here is, is the main thing that we were, well, actually some special considerations, mainly it has to do with match group. So um, when we look at match group, their margin from revenue, making it down to free cash flow is almost, you know, into in, this year is like almost three times larger. Um, but if we go back to 2016, where they are having similar revenue to where they are, to where uh, Bumble is right now, around the billion dollar mark in the next couple years, what do we expect those margins to um, go up to? Um, and so one of the key things in this assumption is, is that as Bumble scales, they, the assumption is, is that the free cash flow will continue to grow as a percentage. Um, so currently their free cash flow margin is around, or for the previous year was around 11.9%. And so if we got anywhere close to where Bumble was when they had around $1.1 billion in revenue, that'd be around 19%. So, you know, in theory, in a couple years, we could increase, uh, like, let's say, for example, they have about uh, a 200, a little less than 20% would be about 200 in free cash flow for 2022. And moving forward, if they just can maintain that growth rate and kept the same, um, the same percentage in growth rate, the margin would be around 20% free cash flow margin. And that would bump their DCF calculation up to that $47 I shared earlier um, in, in the presentation. So the main assumption here is that if free cash flow margins can be increased, we do see significantly more value in Bumble. But if we maintain that free cash flow around $112, you can see a DCF calculation of around $25 a share based off of that alone. Now, the next thing I want to play out is what if the long-term growth rate is lower, but we have a higher free cash flow margin for 2022? What does that play out to? So you still get a, a significantly higher DCF calculation. That free cash flow margin, getting closer to where match group is, is going to be very important in order to get anywhere close to $40 a share. Now, just again, for another calculation, if you move that down, that long-term growth rate down to three, it moves the DCF down to 35, and again, that is with um, that is with the calculations um, of the higher free cash flow margin. If it was lower, that would bring your calculation down to about $18 a share. So your assumptions in these models do matter greatly, and that's why my price target is significantly lower than where my DCF calculation is for Alibaba at the moment. Um, but I do think that eventually they could possibly see free cash flow of $200 million in 2022. I do still think it's possible. They saw in Q4 about close to $90 million in free cash flow. I think they'll probably have negative free cash flow in Q1. But if they continue to grow the way they are, you could see something in the range of 150 to 250. That's, that's my rough guess for 2022. So at 150, you still get uh, $35 a share. So um, all that being said, I do think they could possibly get up to those margins here in the next couple of years, which will be critical for their, um, for their valuation.
All right, now for my final thoughts on Bumble as an investment. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this video, I do think there is significant downside. 23% is a big downside for Bumble. And the reason why I think this is, is since their IPO, they've been in a strong downtrend and that is undisputable. And so you may see that continue unless there becomes uh, you know, some sentiment change or people start to recognize the value in Bumble. It doesn't really matter if you see it, if no one else does. Now, the next thing I'll bring up is, again, growth is extremely important. I didn't play around with it in my DCF calculations, but for example, if those growth estimates go at 23% for 2022, and then after that, they go to 15 and seven, and then you know drop off, it really does change the calculation, especially for the long-term growth multiple, uh, long-term growth, um, that is extremely important in this calculation. So we played with it, we played with the long-term growth, but we didn't really play with anything um, in the top section the first five years, as I do think that they can maintain um, a really strong growth rate in the next five years. But we'll have to pay attention to that. That's something that you really have to, as an investor, continue to make sure you go to the earnings calls, see what they're guiding for future years, see uh you know keep a keep your hand on the pulse and make sure you understand what the business is doing and look for signs of things that couldn't could go wrong you want to see the you want to see the risk before it actually becomes an issue now the last thing i'll say on uh bumble is at their current prices and with some things i think that are reasonable assumptions you can see some good upside in their name you know, at a DCF valuation of 45, which I think is possible if they're able to get their margins up over the next couple years, we could see them double in their stock price from around $21 or trading today to $40 plus a share. And I do think it is reasonable in the next 12 months if sentiment does change and if, if people start to recognize that there is value and there is execution on the business side of improved margins, of the growth, all the things that we, we need to see and the assumptions we have in our model come true, we could start to see Alibaba start trending towards that $45. And so I think in the next 12 months, that $30 a share is reasonable with those assumptions um, playing out. So with all that being said, I do think Bumble has a decent risk reward at the moment. Right now, I think I would probably hold off on Bumble wait to see if the trend continues to go down, but it does offer some good upside. I'm definitely going to be paying attention to Bumble in the next six months um, to see what is happening in their terms of their growth and if we start to see larger margins. Now we'll just actually, one last thing, I know I already said last thing, but the last thing is, is the free cash flow for 2020, 2022Q1 is going to be more than likely negative. Um, you're going to want to see how large of a margin that is, if it's if it's a lot higher or lower than what it was previously. That is going to be also another um, another one of the things you want to keep a pulse on is if we're going to have a higher free cash flow margin than we've had in previous years. Now, I do want to remind you of the risk with Bumble. They have majority of the revenue coming from one app. And so you just want to make sure that there's no erosion there or any signs of weakness as that is their primary growth driver. So just remind you as that is a risk, I don't see any issues right now with Bumble, but that is something you just wanna know as uh, you know an investor what the risks are. If you like this type of content, please consider subscribing. I do videos on personal finance, investing, and stock analysis. Thank you so much for watching today's video. My name is Frank, Frank Finance.
out.